Hello and welcome to BizQuick. I'm Julie. And I'm Corey. And on today's show, we have Kyle Strauss out of Atlanta, Georgia. He is the owner of Creating Money Awareness. Welcome, Kyle. That's right. You're listening to BizQuick. This is where Julie and Corey provide quick and useful information to small business owners. BizQuick is the podcast where small business owners get to showcase their businesses and receive expert advice and guidance in areas many entrepreneurs struggle with. And you, the listener, get solutions, tips, and tricks on real-world topics that many small business owners face. Julie and Corey are the experts small businesses hire when they need solutions. And the BizQuick podcast is just one way they deliver those solutions. Let's start the show. Thank you. Thank you, Corey and Julie. I appreciate you guys having me on. Um, it's great to be here with you. Great to have you. How are you doing? I'm doing excellent. Thank you. Thank you. Trying to finish out the year strong. Uh, you know how easily that it can be to uh, give into the holiday season, right? So trying to stay productive uh, throughout these last couple weeks here. Yeah, there's a reason they call it separation season, right? It's for people that want to get ahead. So your business is fairly new. When did you start? Yes. Yeah, just over the summer. I I suppose I got uh, I got involved with uh, World Financial Group in the spring, and uh, over the summers when I separated from my uh, public accounting firm that I was working at full time. I was doing taxes as a CPA and uh, really got introduced to this business. I loved the opportunity. I loved the, uh, the value of the information that we're able to provide and help people out with. And so I um, started up my, my venture, creating money awareness and um, really starting to, um, to grow and build something exciting with it. Can you tell us about creating money awareness? like what it is that you do? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, uh, essentially it's just a, a financial agency and, and we come from a place of financial education. Um, I got introduced to, to the firm, uh, to World Financial Group, the, the platform in the spring. Um, and when I was taken through the, the process and, and had this discussion um, with uh, person who had recruited me and, and took me on, I learned so many things about basic financial concepts and, and, and fundamental information that I didn't even really know. And that was after several years in a public accounting and as a CPA and, and it blew my mind a little bit. You know, I, I almost felt bad that, that I didn't have a better understanding of my money and uh, aspects about retirement and planning and investing and, and all these, you know, these details that we over, overlook a little bit or take for granted. And so I, I just felt, um, you know, for a couple of reasons, but I felt like this is something I really wanted to do as far as being able to provide that good value and information to people. Um, because I don't know about, I, I never did. Did you guys ever receive a, a financial education, like an actual formal, basic, fundamental financial education ever growing up in school or anything? A little bit in college, but yeah, I, I did. Yeah. In college and in, in my master's, but 
it, it was very minor for sure. That's just Corey, yeah, likes, and, Corey likes to mention on every podcast that he has his masters. That's the first time I've well, <laughs> well, and it took a master's degree to get that small financial education, you know, like it's crazy because we, how, how significant is money to everybody? You know, we use it every day and it affects our lives in a massive way, but we, we don't really learn this, uh, this basic information. Oh, uh, all right. Back. Yeah. The financial education, I, honestly, they don't really teach you anything in school to be a successful entrepreneur. It's kind of a trial by fire for most people, unless they have really good mentors. So I'm curious when you started this new business, right? You started in the middle of COVID. Um, what were, you know, some of the considerations that you made that, and then you said, Hey, I'm going to go do this. Like what, what, what kind of pushed you over the, over the edge to do it? Well, it was, it was kind of a perfect storm for me, really. I, I was at a point, I had just quit playing baseball a couple of years ago. And that was like my major drive, my passion. That's what took me everywhere from, and then yeah, I was 30 and my knees, I was a catcher. So my knees were starting to get a little uh, slower and, and hurting a little bit. And I just felt like it was time to move on from that. And so I was doing taxes. I was a CPA for the first part of my professional career throughout baseball. And then once I stopped having baseball over here to keep me, uh, you know, super excited and happy in life, I focused more on my professional career and taxes weren't that exciting for me. They aren't exciting and for anybody, Kyle. Bad news. They're not they, exciting for they, anyone. Nobody at all. Yeah. Um, I, believe it or not. Right. So I had come to this realization that I, I couldn't and didn't want to do this on a long-term basis and I needed to find something else. And at that point in time, I was really starting to dig into my own personal development and, and growing myself. And along with that, you know, comes a little bit of greater ambitions and a, a bigger vision for yourself and, and what you want to do and the corporate lifestyle. I was working at a pretty big public accounting firm. And so I'm, I'm a very small fish in a, in a big old pond. And, you know, they, they probably, I quit and they probably replaced me uh, very soon after and it didn't bat an eye. So just wanting to get out of that situation, do a little bit something more exciting uh, and build something for myself and uh, get some more contribution, uh, share some more value. And, and I, was, uh, I was really guided to this, this company and this opportunity. And, and I just wanted to take the leap of faith and, and jump all into it. What's, uh, what's been the hardest part for you? Well, the world of, well, as, a, as an entrepreneur, I don't know if you guys are aware, but it's a lot harder than meets the eye. <laughs> we are, in fact, aware. <laughs> we are, yes. <laughs> I mean, just uh, the transition from, from a paycheck every week or every other to, you know, creating your own income and, and building something up and that that's something that you you really don't know what it's like until you actually get to that point 
And that was definitely a challenge. Um, so balancing that and then um, expanding your, your creativity a little bit in the aspect of, you know, what, what am I trying to do and coming up with different ways to get there. Uh, yeah. When we, when we started um, SVPace, we, you know, we, anybody who listens to the podcast regularly has already heard us say this, but we, you know, started with this sort of notion of if we build it, they will come. And that is not true. Right? <laughs> You've still got to go get them. You have to attract them to you. And um, it can be, um, it's, it's a long road. It can be, um, overwhelming and scary at times and filled with doubt, right? So you have to really surround yourself with the right people and you have to be willing to ask for help when you need it. And you have to be pretty clever and creative and, and being nimble helps a lot because you, you have to move quickly to be able to, you know, when something's not working, figure out like, okay, we're going to, we're going to try something different here, but how has client acquisition been for you? You had an easy time getting customers and getting revenue, or have you struggled a little bit with that on the upstart? When you're dealing with people's money, they have to be very certain about it. And sometimes uh, that is, is difficult. And even if it, in my eyes is uh, the right move or, a good move it's not necessarily that for them and call it influence but in the sales role you you have to create a belief in them that they're doing the right thing and, and I, I always I always feel like that I'm, I'm doing the right thing and I, you know I have I have their best interests in mind but we don't always agree on that on that front there who is your uh, target client? Uh, I'm really looking to, so uh, married couples, uh, professionals aged 25 to 35 would be like my ideal target. You know, somebody who's uh, looking to create some retirement, create, uh, create something and uh, has some expendable cash. Uh, somebody who's starting to build a family and, and settling down a little bit after, you know, after those first post-college years when we're just having some fun and enjoying ourselves, probably. I just want you to know, fun doesn't stop after those post-college years if you're living life right. But I do want, have you done an ideal, um, ideal customer avatar? Have you built that out so you know, like, this is exactly who I'm marketing to? I haven't done it probably... In, in the detail that I should. Because I, I have a general, it's, it's probably a, maybe a little more broad than it should be, I guess. Like I say, you know, uh, it's kind of an age, age range and in, in a professional individual or, or family, really. Yeah. Um, so digging a little bit deeper into that is, is definitely something that I could do as far as what are their concerns what are their uh fears and wants and and building that out a little bit more uh with a little bit more strength uh i could benefit from that i think sure and the the people who you are working with right now um what are there any like kind of common themes common problems that you're helping people solve one of our uh, our flagship product i suppose 
is a product that allows you to uh, create some retirement planning that is uh, safe from the market. So it's, it's not subject to market losses and market volatility and it's tax free on the back end. Um, the majority of people in general really are pretty heavily invested in the market, you know, it's, or, or just have a 401k kind of thing and aren't very diversified. So this uh, product of ours will allow you to offset your market risk and, you know, tax rate, tax rate risk as well, because I would, you know, it's just speculation, of course, but the tax rates in our country could very possibly increase uh, moving forward. So you, I mean, you have to keep that in mind as well. Yeah. So I know you're, you know, you've mentioned a couple of times early on that um, you're part of World Financial Group, right? Which is Ed Milet's group, right? And um, I am kind of curious about the, like what, I'm not, I only know it's Ed's group because I'm familiar with the World Financial Group, but I don't know a lot about it. So what sort of structure when you, when you kind of, I'm going to use the word buy into it, but I don't, I don't mean that in the literal sense, but when you start working as a part of World Financial Group and you're going out on your own and starting this business and like you started the creating money awareness, what do you, what kind of support do you get from World Financial Group in terms of like, do they give you, do you get leads from there? Or do you get like marketing content? Do you get um, like training? What, what do they give you as part of that being a part of that group? Yeah, that's a great question. So they provide a lot of, well, the, the product providers have a lot of support as far as helping you understand, you know, in what ways the products will help out your clients. So that's nice. Uh, there's a lot of times places will have direct support lines just for WFG agents. Uh, so we can get a hold of them pretty quickly. Uh, within our team, we have training a couple times a week for product training, business training, um, just to help you really get your, your business off the ground and, and running. Uh, it's, it's a great support group. And that was another thing that, that was another thing that really sold me uh, on the opportunity was that I was myself just looking to further my personal development. And, um, and kind of backbones, uh, the opportunity that it, you know, it's just, it's a personal development program with a massive compensation package. And and that's really the role of an entrepreneur is you're consistently growing and bettering yourself and um, making yourself more valuable. And that's, that's something that I was uh, really excited about. Uh, They, your, your leads will generally just be um, on your, on yourself your personal creation. That's why I'm, I'm starting to get into social media marketing and, um, you know, trying to provide value and, and content and, you know, create that, um, create that valuable service that, um, that people can stand behind really. Yeah, I want to get into this, the social media marketing. We're going to take a quick commercial break and we will be right back. 
Hey everyone, we wanted to tell you about our latest course, Foundation 52, that will be available on February 15th. This course is built to provide tools and techniques every week of the year and is designed to improve your small business. If you're thinking about starting a business, this is a great resource for you as well. We walk you through sales, customer service, disaster planning, growth strategies, and so much more. Head on over to SB Pace to sign up today. All right, welcome back. Let's talk about social media marketing. So, um, how is that going for you? And uh, what, what platforms are you using? And how are how comfortable are you feeling with it? I'm only on Facebook and Instagram right now. I've been told that I need to start a YouTube page, but I figured that I just I don't want to spread myself too thin. <laughs> I. Uh, I'm a novice, you know, I'm just, I, I started out making uh, static posts and, and I've been coached and, and taught that videos and, um, you know, video content, that's our future. That's where everything's going. So I've started uh, creating videos with myself and just trying to provide some financial uh, some some basic information, provide value where I can, and obviously you're you're always kind of marketing yourself. So um, creating a personal brand around it is it's it's all very new to me. It's all pretty uncomfortable and putting yourself out there and getting outside of your comfort zone. Um, but it's been pretty it's been pretty exciting, pretty enjoyable to uh, the more I get into it at least. Yeah, the, the social media marketing piece is so interesting because um, I, I think one of my biggest, most consistent comments about social media all year has been because everybody is kind of home and everybody's spending more and more time on social media, you would think that it would naturally lift your opportunity to um, sell. But in my opinion, and I don't, I'm, not, I, I'm not an expert like marketing person that's that you know can go out and talk about digital marketing and all that stuff but we do it we do our own and we do it well but it's not something that you know i went to that's not my degree is in digital marketing but to me it feels like rather than everybody being lifted up because there's so much so much opportunity and people are spending so much time there what it's drastically done is reduce the visibility of everybody because everything gets drowned out all the time and especially when you factor in you know, I, and I'll just say it, the censorship that happens along with, you know, you've got people that are constantly talking about politics or constantly talking about COVID and it makes it a really tough platform to get any traction on. And so you have to be, you have to ver have a very deliberate approach to how you're marketing on social media right now and, and how you're, how you're putting content out there. Yeah, it's always, a, it's, it's kind of a trial and error at this point for me, at least. But I definitely agree with you that it, it, it's, things can get drowned out and it's, and it's probably only going to grow from that standpoint. And I think we have a pretty low uh, uh, attention span, right? So, <laughs> so, even like a couple minutes of a video is probably not going to get washed all the way through. So it's, it's definitely a challenge. Well, knowing, knowing that there's, I mean, so much out there and that you're going to get drowned out by, you know, all of the noise. 
Um, what is your differentiator? Like what makes you, why should I buy from you? You know, why should I hire you? Yeah, definitely. That's a great question. I, I really feel like uh, my company and this opportunity is, is like the, one of the best opportunities in the world. So we have the backing of a billion dollar, too big to fail financial institution. So we have that strength backing us up. And then it comes down to uh, the personal level of a startup. You know, it's, it's me or one of my, uh, one of my agents working with you one-on-one -on -one just, and we're coming from a place of financial education. I just wanted to teach you and how money works really uh, make sure that you have a better understanding of your financial plan, what, what goes on, how everything works. And then um, I have, I'm sure I have a product that I can help you with in my arsenal. Um, we're really a one-stop shop, whether that be uh, investing, retirement, insurance, and, uh, and uh, I have an extensive tax background as well uh, on the business and individual income tax side. I've, I've got a lot of experience there as well. So uh, I'm just really coming from a place of trying to add value and, and help you better your financial situation in any way that I can. Nice. That's a, um, that's a good value prop because a lot of times you get, you know, financial advisors that are coming from these really, you know, from bigger companies and it's almost a formula for them. So to know that you take this more individualized one-on-one -on -one approach is really, that's, that's important. And, and I would say to some people really helps them. Um, how much of your time is spent with your clients on, um, financial education where you're helping them understand like more about like how to save or where their money goes or you know just things around financial education versus the products and services that you have to offer up i would even guess it to be maybe like 75 25 because the reality is uh the, the education is more important and then once the understanding is in place usually things tend to make sense. And, you know, there's not too much question behind it. Yeah. Oh, that's great. I love that. I love that. Um, okay. So now I'm going to kind of dip back to the social media marketing, because we were talking about that a little bit. And then, you know, Corey asked that brilliant question about the differentiator. But when you, when you think now about your differentiator, right, which you clearly spelled out for us, what, how do you have a, a method for translating that into how you're, you know, engaging with people on social media? Well, on social media, I'm really just trying to, at this point, I'm really just trying to provide financial concepts, uh, information, whether, and, and that's focused on around the, the pain points that I, that I find people have, whether that be, um, small details around their retirement and, you know, the information that they need to be aware of or investments or, or debt. Um, I'm just trying to share some information on social media and, um, and get my face out there a little bit. Uh, it's hard to convey the, the idea of that solid financial backing in a way that is, meaningful in some type of uh, image or, or video. 
Yeah, it really is hard to, to get that point across to people when you're talking numbers, you know, and it, you don't want to show somebody an Excel file or charts or graphs or whatever. There's nothing, nothing exciting about that for sure. Um, but as we're getting kind of close to the end of the podcast here, um, if I were to, if you were to give me, for example, one piece of advice, our listeners, just one piece of advice um, from a financial perspective, what would it be? From a financial perspective, the, the main point is, or the, the big one is to diversify. Um, making sure that you are not putting all your eggs in one basket. You're not too heavy in the market. Uh, you're not too heavy in, in securities that there's a lot of risk involved. And uh, Warren Buffett's number one rule for investing was uh, to make sure you don't lose your money. And his number two rule was uh, don't forget about rule number one. <laughs> so uh, making, sure, making sure that you are definitely keeping safety in mind when you're, uh, when you're building a, a plan is, is huge. That's great advice for Mr. Buffett. <laughs> great advice. <laughs> And uh, that's, that's good for our listeners. So um, this was really um, great. Anything else that you want to, can you tell our listeners how they can get a hold of you, where they can find you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm at, uh, at Creating Money Awareness. I'm on Facebook and Instagram. And then my, uh, my handle on Instagram is uh, Kyle Strauss underscore CMA. And I'm always trying to add value and put out some good stuff. And uh, I'd love to hear from from you, from the listeners. Great. Thanks, Kyle. And uh, we'll drop all of that off in the show notes. So if you're interested in reaching out, uh, connecting with Kyle, you can find out there. And thank you to all of our listeners as well. Yeah. If you want to connect with us on social media, we're on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, and the Twitter. You can also reach us on sbpace.com or bizquickpodcast.com. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast, like us, and give us a review. Man, we love feedback. Definitely give us a review. And you can reach out to us about topics that you want to hear about, or if there's a particular industry expert you'd love for us to get on the show, send us an email. Oh, hey, we wrote a book. It happens to be a number one bestseller. It's available on Amazon, and it comes with a companion workbook. And that's it for today's podcast. I'm Corey. And I'm Julie, and I forgot to say the name of our book. It's called <laughs> Seriously, Now What? A Small Business Guide to Disaster Preparedness. And that was BizQuick, helping small businesses across America. <laughs>